0: Welcome to Flip the Script. On tonight's show, we're gonna dig deep and find out why so many of us feel that self-care is selfish. Boom. Brand, hello, my brand.
1: <laughs> I was in the middle of taking a sip.
0: I, I was like walking out. Yeah. Every time I hear our intro, I get chills. I'm like, we're so, so We're, yeah. we're so super yeah. Yeah. happy Tuesday. Is today Tuesday? tuesday
1: yeah we yeah. got it wrong last time yeah.
0: yeah everyone who's watching and if you're ever relying on me to tell you what day it is please don't i apologize <laughs> in advance but life is so glorious each and every day that i lose track that's true boom so, so
1: emma what are yeah. we doing
0: today oh my god we're gonna talk about self-care with like the self care expert and specialist and how freaking lucky are we to have like, you know, met this human on our path and on our journey because she's the coolest chick ever, but she also knows what she's talking about and that's the full package. So Jamie McFadden's coming on tonight. But I wanna ask you before and she will get a drum roll in the whole thing. So if you thought that was flat, just you wait, Jamie. <laughs> coming for we you. We have a
1: way better intro for you, Jamie. Yeah, way right? better. We're gonna better, glitter like, you
0: and, gonna and plug you in, like yeah. weekend, you're just we'll like, do everything yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. You're just awesome. Um, but I wanna ask you, have you always because I feel like there's two types of women.
1: Are you asking me or like the million No, I'm asking members. you who else
0: am I talking right. about? I'm asking you because I feel like there's two kinds of what, like, I had my kids young, granted, but I feel like there's two kinds of women. There are those who self care all the way and they're like, they have no problems like ducking out, getting their mani petty on the weekly, doing the things, going out for girls' night. Like, two minutes after their kids are born, they're like, nope, going for girls' night and they own it and it's so remarkable. And then there's the other ones, which I feel I was part of the, you know, the second group, which like, going to the bathroom and closing the door mm-hmm. it was like, I'm gonna poop. I know I need to or I will die and I'm gonna close the door and this is so hard, but not because I couldn't detach myself from the child, but just like, you know, that fear of missing out or taking a bath even when my kids were little and I love baths. Now I take like 14 hour baths. I could live in the bath. I take yeah. baths, But even then I wouldn't take baths. I would take quick showers because it was like, oh, I'm taking too much time for me. So where did you land?
1: I always wanted to have my time. I always knew that I needed my time, but my husband made me feel so bad about myself (laughs) that it was always- You're welcome
0: tonight, buddy?
1: Yeah. If I am not with the kids, then he's with the kids. And why is that allowed? Why am I allowed to be alone when he's not allowed to be
0: alone? Did he have alone time equally?
1: Yeah. But it was, it was very hard to figure it out and set boundaries. And and then as, you know, my job started getting harder and as things started progressing in life, I needed it more and more. So I had to start demanding it more and more and really owning that demand. You know what I mean? And I'm sure we'll get into all of this with Jamie.
0: But I, so you always knew that you needed time for you.
1: I knew that I, something had to give, and that's when I looked into mindfulness.
0: But when your kids were little, like, when in your life journey or mom journey did this happen?
1: Five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. So my oh, yeah. son was five.
0: Okay. And was it gradual? Was it a gradual thing? Or were you just like, I'm going to blow? <laughs> I, this is, a, like, such an important topic.
1: Yeah, I have told our viewers this numerous times that um, it was when I was on so many anxiety meds that I had to do something to stop the daily grind and stop the constant life and just do something for myself. And that's when meditation came and setting aside time for myself. That's when that really started. It was out of necessity, not out of want.
0: Yeah. And I love, I love that. So if you're watching and you're still, you know, figuring out for me, I got to a point where I never wanted to, like, I I didn't think I needed it until a point came in my life where everything made me cry. (sighs) The smallest thing. It was like, Oh my God, William has lacrosse tonight and Tristan's doing rugby and they're 30 minutes apart and it was manageable. It was doable. Everything like everything was fine. But just the thought of it, I would just cry. Like, I wasn't even pissed. I wasn't even angry. I was just, like,
1: Overwhelmed.
0: Yeah, crying. And they'd be like, are you okay, mom? Like, are you angry with us? And I was just like, no, just cry. Because I just don't know. (laughs) But that was my life. It was for everyone else. It was for the businesses, for my staff, for, you know, making, keeping the house. Nobody imposed it. I just thought I could handle it all until one day I couldn't. Yeah. But it took me a long time to I, I really thought I was going into menopause or something <laughs> early. Right? And I'm yeah. <laughs> I kept saying, like, okay, like I must be yeah. ovulating, I must be, you know, making excuses for a really yeah. long time until I was like, uh, I just can't handle life anymore. No. <laughs> you know? so I
1: think you said it best. The it was yesterday you said, you know. Start appreciating things and start doing things before things get so bad that it's out of necessity, like before you're chronically ill, before, you know, your whole life is blowing up, like do these things now, like we are living proof that
0: things will get bad if you don't do them. Absolutely. And I think that's self-care. And I mean, Jamie's the specialist and the expert. So we're going to ask her these questions. But from my super interesting point of view, looking back when my kids were really little, if I could go back and tap myself on the shoulder and say, self-care does not mean that you need to check out of life for three days and go to a spa. You can practice self-care every day in little things, even if it's just asking your spouse, your partner, your parents, hey, can you watch the kids for an hour while I go to the supermarket? Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're not a parent, but you know, whatever it is that you just take time to do something that only you can enjoy, yeah. right? But that in hindsight, I guess what I imagine self-care to be was looking at those women who had it all together and going like, well, who's taking care, like, who's taking yeah, care of the kids while they're yeah. getting their lashes and their nails and this and that, like, what's doing? And from a judgmental point of view. And now in hindsight, I'm like, those bitches had it all figured out. Yeah. (laughs) yeah,
1: And self-care doesn't have to be going to get your hair or nails or toes done. It means doing something for you that you
0: need. Yeah. And even doing something with the kids that's interesting to you. Like, you know, doing an activity that's like... You know, and th- that's not necessarily going go karting or doing something that's mini putt, but saying, you know, today we're going to go to the botanical gardens. Yeah, <laughs> because that's what mom wants to do. Yeah. But you can incorporate it in every in every day. And I just, you know, so now if you're yeah. watching and you're you're going through that, learn from us, like Kelly said, and just it's self care can be. I think we'll ask Jamie, but just doing an errand by yourself because going to the bank with kids or going to the grocery store it takes twice as long, especially when they're little and they're in the car seats and it's this and it's that and it's this and it's that. So you don't realize. But that time just for you, when you're listening to a podcast and you're doing yeah. groceries and you're not stressed. I can recharge your batteries.
2: Yeah,
1: something yeah. that fills your cup back up,
0: fills your cup back up. Oh my god, talking about cups oh. this for another episode. But we need an expert. So if you're watching this and you happen to be some kind of expert doctor, whatever it is on doctor men- and cups, like um I don't or I don't know if there's a period. Adoption. Oh god, where are we going? We're going with this the, the cup. Did you know this? This blew my mind. They sell a silicone cupcake mold that you enter in your what are you doing? You squeeze it and you and your thing clips it. And you I don't know, do you walk is it I don't know, do you walk with your legs together all day? But this little cupcake. Silicone mold captures your woman-ness. And you wear pads are you anymore? putting cupcake things up your hoo-ha? What are you, you doing? Know it's a silicone cupcake mold, but it's a mold.
1: I think we're going to have to stop you now.
0: No, You're but shoving things up your
1: schnockers. I'm not shoving
0: anything. I'm asking if you've seen these and if you've ever used one i have not and i'm pretty sure it's
1: just like one of those cupcake things that you buy at the store that you're shoving somewhere
0: and it's from like Monistat or whatever the vagina brand is okay. oh my god this is all about self-care so listen up i go to the pharmacy and it's the time of the month this is a few weeks back and I'm looking around and I see these organics and now there's like diapers for women where are unscented and they're made from like bamboos of the West Indies and all these fancy things And you know, I'm looking at them and I'm like, wow, $12 for a maxi pad it must be bougie. And you if know? we had one male male viewer left. We actually have twenty three percent male viewers, but this is interesting. You guys are going to get curious about this because it freaked the shit out of me. Anyways, my eyes go in, and I'm like, ooh, personal legettes, and I'm like, that's interesting, you know, because whoever looks up at the, at the pharmacy, right? Like, you're just like, I got to go. I don't want like anybody to see me in the side, and then all of a sudden, I see this, I think it's called the V cup. I don't even know what it's called, and I'm looking at it quite perplexed, and it's like a cup, a silicone cupcake mold, and you, I've read the instructions, you squeeze it, and it goes in your woo and it captures the blood and then you're supposed to squeeze it out and you empty it and you rinse it. Oh my god,
1: snap it. No.
0: Put it back up your woo So I was just wondering nope. if you could ever use it because nope. you have to boil it when you get home and like you have to disinfect it and it has its own little wash and its own little cup for the dishwasher. Oh not the dishwasher, I made that up. But and I'm wondering how it works because I'm terrified but talking about self-care. Okay. Just having enough time to go to the pharmacy and look at the Wuhan cups. That's right. So, You've never heard of this? We have a special guest today. You've never heard of it?
1: I have heard of it. yes. Oh,
0: so why are you acting all innocent? See, she does. Because
1: say. I didn't know when you were talking about a cupcake thing going up there. What we were talking about, I didn't know what direction you were going.
0: Well, that's the first question we'll ask Jamie. Okay. Now, no, Jamie. No. Anyone? knows anything about the WUHA cup, hit me up, let me know that it's safe because I'm really curious. And I will vlog it for R&D purposes. I have no shame in my vagina cupcake game. Anyways, let's go. So
1: Jamie McFadden, we have backstage right now. She's probably like trying to Google this cupcake insert. into your But anyway, she, she has worked with some amazing people, you know, Jillian Michaels being one of them. She worked alongside of her and other celebrities, but that's not why she's here. She is here because she's building her own self-care empire. And that to us really spoke to us because that's where we are in life right now. We are a hundred percent out there trying to get women to feel amazing about themselves. And Jamie also had her own struggles with food and addictions and eating disorders so we wanted to bring her on to introduce her to the rest of the world. And Emma, give me a drum roll, please, and we will throw glitter.
2: Hey, oh, Jamie! I feel like what a feeling here. here.
3: Hello. How are you?
2: Hi. All oh my I'm goodness, from I, California.
3: <laughs> I know, and I have to say, I am laughing because I immediately Googled. Did vagina you? cupcakes.
0: <laughs> I, don't I can't get, even I don't imagine, imagine
1: what came it. up when you googled that. That's that's got to be.
0: Oh my god! I used to make them in the bakery all the time. We used to make a big penis cake, from vagina for bachelorette parties. It was the most comical thing. But this is not a vagina cupcake. I'm sorry if my French translator broke down, but it is like a silicone mold. Jamie, yes. you know now I didn't know how to describe it, but it's just it's 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 made for your woohah.
3: Yeah. I love
0: it. So I'm fascinated by it. So you've Googled it, and now you know. We okay. can- so I
3: too, I, too, am fascinated. I wish I could share more viable information about this contraption. However, I'm really looking forward to <laughs> hearing about, Emma, your experience once yeah. you've Amazon-primed yeah. it.
0: <laughs> I No, no, she's purchased. She's She's been boiled. And you bought one? Of course I did.
1: Oh, my god.
0: And I opened it up, and I read the manual. And there are graphics. And then I got to the part and while it was boiling and I was super chill sipping my tea, I'm sorry, Jamie, this is supposed to be your time. But it gets to the part where it's like caution, warning. And I'm like, "Mm," you know, all of life comes to me with these and glory. What could go wrong sticking a silicone mold in your vagina Uh, thing? Anyways, it says that if you push it up too far, you need to go with a, and there's like a, plunger thing. And I was like, that's, that's gonna happen to me. I'm gonna be the one in a million with the foot on the bathtub and like the scissors and the toilet plunger trying to get this out. And I'm not doing that. So she's boiled and she's ready to go. But I was checking to see if you guys had any experience because I've totally psyched myself out. But I know it's better for the environment. It's better for my health. But anyways,
2: so
1: let me start by saying you already have one comment here from Kelly Chase saying that she loves you Jamie, I love you Kelly right
3: so this is, this is that Kelly's an incredible person from the the hit Netflix show Love is blind. I don't know no. if anyone has seen that show yeah
0: I was like thank you I am pretty <laughs> <yourself."> <laughs> <laughs> so Jamie, Lee, you're bringing the star power yeah so Jamie,
1: we know yeah. that you have been with You know, Jillian Michaels. We know that you have celebrity friends. We don't want to talk about them. We want to know your journey. Tell us from who you. Yeah, tell us who you are, and tell us how your struggle got you to where you are today.
3: Okay, first of all, Kelly and Emma, I am too so thankful that the universe. Inspired and brought our energies together because this is just sensational and what you both are doing and this community that you've created that I'm so excited to be a part of. I just have to take a moment to acknowledge that. And thank you.
2: This is really, truly, I
3: mean, yeah. And then also, um, to finish work and I had a long day, beautiful, but long, very long day, uh, and to finish work and be hysterically laughing to nearly piss myself, thank you. Well, we'll give you a cup for that. Uh,
0: Yeah, I might, I might even- cupcake. You have to tell Kelly that she doesn't need to censor me. She gets shy when I go off on my rent, but this is what women are thinking, right? Like how many of us are looking at those vagina cups not knowing, so no more censoring me. I love it,
3: no, I love it. Um, I think, I think you both have a, a great yin and yang balance. And oh, it's it's too. wonderful. So you've got this working here. <laughs> so just wanted to say thank you so much for having me here. And especially um, to talk about my favorite subject of all time, self care, and really yeah. debunking the myth that self care, in fact, is not selfish, yeah. and really kind of changing that narrative to realize that it is actually quite the opposite, that it really it's imperative for each one of us, for anyone that watches this now, or at some point, to realize and, and remind ourselves, in this moment, wherever we're at, self-care is the greatest gift that not only we can give to ourselves, but that we can actually selflessly give to others if we're putting our oxygen mask on first, right? Yeah, so sure. looking at it from a different lens, I think is really important. and. Uh, just a little bit, you asked about my journey yeah. in self-care, and, and I should ask, can you guys hear me fine? Yes, hear you, I always feel like, okay, good. Like here and visually, okay, good. Um, Picture first. So, okay, great, thank you. I'm like, my my hair was all sweaty, <laughs> I was working out, and I was like, oh, I gotta like be on this thing. Okay, great, <laughs> I'll just rip it down and here we go. Oh, right? we go. That's do the reality, out. real deal, right? Yeah. yeah, there we go, a little smell check. <laughs> We're yeah, good to go.
1: You, so you're good.
3: Yeah, that's what I love about these virtual meetings. Uh, So in any case, when it comes to self-care, real deal, I, like many, if not way more than many, if not most, spent almost my entire life up to this point unconsciously taking care of everyone else first besides myself. And then not only putting myself on the back burner, but kind of for many years treating myself like garbage,
2: yeah. not
3: really taking care of my physical body, not really taking care of my mental well-being, not really taking care of my emotions, not really taking care of my finances, not really taking care of my social relationships, not really taking care of my spiritual relationships. And then all of a sudden, coming to realize that after 10 years plus in the fitness industry, OK, there's a lot more to self-care than just looking good. looking good is a byproduct of how we feel. and there's not a one size fits all for any of that, same with self-care. so tapping back into my own story, uh i grew up in a really big greek family. i know my name Jamie Mcfadden doesn't sound very greek, but uh half greek, half irish. so my family really knew how to enjoy life. everything was revolved around food or still is. um And, you know, just didn't have a healthy relationship to food as a child and um, didn't really have an understanding of what it meant at all as a a woman in the world and in my own world to practice self-care. That certainly felt selfish. It felt like the absolute wrong thing. There was guilt and shame and no way can I put myself first. I need to put everyone else in front of me because that's what we do. And uh, so it wasn't until when I was eighteen, my so I I battled depression as a really young kid. Um, I had uh, insomnia really bad, and so that was very interesting because immediately, you know, blessed doctors, but they they were either trying to medicate me or figure out some sort of like lobotomy that they could do something about. Okay, well, how do we fix this with this eleven-year-old child? And looking back now, I'm like, wow, they put me on so many prescription pills that at that time, like I was probably pubescent. I was definitely pubescent. I was going through major hormone shifts. My diet was awful. I was not exercising. And so no wonder, right? It was a recipe for disaster. Fast forward, uh, thankfully, through multiple different interventions, I had realized I did not want to be on medication anymore. Um, I really wanted to take the natural approach because it didn't feel good in my body. I didn't feel like myself so 1 years. years old
1: to do that well
3: oh now you're 18 we can we can well no 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 at 11 uh i i will disclose this information it's it's uh has been not i don't want to say classified but um i think it's very valuable to be vulnerable in situations like this if something arises and at at 11 or 12 i can't quite remember the the date but i had consumed Basically, a bottle of pills because I just couldn't take being the burden anymore. And so, at that young age, I then went to a hospital, got treated, got you know therapy, and I mean, you name it. My parents were like, "We'll do anything." Like, she's the happiest, brightest kid. Like, what do we do to to fix her? We need to fix this.
0: Something knew something clearly was going on. So, and I knew at that
3: age, I was like this is nuts. Why are they just putting me on pills? Like, I just want someone to hear me. I just want someone to talk to. I just want to understand why I feel so deeply or I have so much empathy or I really wanted to be open and honest, but it was like, shh, don't talk about that. You're a good girl. Like, yeah. don't, we don't tell people this stuff, yeah. right? Cause on the outside, we have to keep this yeah. contained. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that for many years. And then finally I was like, you know what? No, that's not my deal. So thankfully, through multiple interventions, um, I had realized that I don't want to live my life like that. And I really went a very holistic path through my teenage years. Okay, then unexpectedly at 18. And it's interesting looking back on the journey, because the journey from that point, each year progressively compounded baby steps over time. It wasn't like an overnight shift. It wasn't like 11 Mm -hmm. years old, I had this crazy thing happen and then like, boom, my whole life changed for the better. It was a very slow, it was like slow and steady wins the race. Like every, Mm -hmm. there was just little baby steps. I just, I I wasn't gonna give up. I was just gonna keep swimming and keep going even when it was awful. Mm -hmm. And there was something deep within where I was like, I have a message that somehow, some way I'll figure this out. I don't know how, but I'm gonna figure this out because I'm not gonna live my life like this. So then 18 years old, my best friend, my dad, unexpectedly had a stroke, passed away. It was awful. And that was the catalyst for the biggest change where I thought, this is it. This is my message. Because if I myself have dealt with my own mental shit, can I say that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. But if I myself, at a young age, being being the old soul, right? as a very young kid i was always with the grown-ups i was always babysitting i was always taking care of i was the caretaker but Mm -hmm. i was a kid and i didn't really get to have that so then as i got older i realized and i was taking care of my dad and i was and i was always working so at that point it was the light bulb moment where i thought okay i'm not standing for this anymore like i'm putting my foot down and i am going to do every and anything in my power to learn about mental wellness, to learn about physical wellness, to learn about spiritual wellness, emotional wellness, social wellness, and financial wellness. All Mm -hmm. six pillars. I'm gonna spend the rest of my life. And so from 18, I'm now 35 years old. That's literally what I've done. And I've been fortunate enough from the day that I made that decision to have worked with some of the greatest of all time in different fields. Richard Branson at Virgin America, Julie Michaels.
0: Yeah. They didn't knock on your door right? Because this is all great. Yeah. and That's a great story, but we need the bridge. <laughs> right? Like, I love it. I'm. This is great. She worked for it. She didn't wake up and she was like, I'm 18 now and I'm going to This doesn't just happen to you, right? You worked your no. ass off. No, I, I, thank you. You always knew that your voice and your message and you had something to deliver. So what did you do? I
3: became very relentless with my with my integration of what I experienced from a young age. So I decided that from however young I can really remember, I truly believe that we all matter and we all are whole as we are and we Mm -hmm. all are love and we are all encompassing together on this journey. I've always believed that from day one, no matter what anyone's ever said about anything and this, that, the other. I thought, no, we're here together to bring a community of people. I have always believed that and we all have our own journey and our journey, we get through, we keep going, we learn, we pick up things, we share the information mm-hmm. and we grow together. So um, I just knew at some point once I was had gone through a bunch of different hardships, right? It was like the depression, the anxiety, the insomnia as a kid, all these things, then the da- my dad dying and it was like, what the heck? Like, Why yeah. is all this shit happening in my life when I'm like a kid? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the financial struggles, my family, like so many different things. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, I have two choices right now. I, oh, I always, my mom's always said, you always have a choice. And I 100% agree with that. We can never choose what happens around us, but we can always choose how we react to it, right? So she would always tell me, you have a choice every next step you make. You always have a choice to do whatever you believe to be the next right thing. And that choice is going to lead you somewhere indefinitely. Might not know where, but it's going to go somewhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I remember thinking in moments of confusion of how do I get from I didn't I don't didn't know celebrities I don't have celebrities in my family I, it's like yeah. what am I going to do? I thought okay well if I if I really want to take my voice somewhere, the best way to do it is with a platform that has multiple people in the community. Mm-hmm. So how do I get there? Well, everybody's human. We're all people. So I quite frankly literally. Um, put the intention out there very definitively and on a vision board first mm-hmm. would put pictures. I put pictures of Jillian Michaels. I wrote things down. I journaled. I said, I I am going to blah, 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 blah. I will da, 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 da. I wow. am da da, 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 And I'm not kidding. Friends have said like, okay, you're a witch. Like, yeah. how do you just put that out there? And I, I'm like, no, we all have this superpower. Yeah. It's just hard to tap into because there's so much damn noise everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we're consistently getting this message and that message and this alert and this notification and this, don't do this, do do this. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to take a moment to listen to what's happening inside. And inside it was like, these are people. And if you really want to reach more people, because of we are, then you got to just keep going. Just keep knocking at the doors. So that's exactly what I did. And it started, uh, yeah, it started. I mean, it's just, it's been, it's, it's been, I've just never been afraid to do that. I've but never, I've never. Made you mm-hmm. made
0: fitness videos with Jillian Michaels, right? Cause yes. that's, that's someone that, you know, everyone knows and that you did that for a long period of time. So you know, how did, how did fitness happen to be a thing? Cause I was looking at you, girl, you got the fitness thing going on. You know, you are <laughs> You didn't wake up one morning and you're like, I'm just going to stretch and hopefully I'll get someone's attention yeah, a no. behind that. Yeah. You yeah. had to work at that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I was also, let's
3: also get into this too. I was a complete holic. I ate terrible. I did not exercise. In fact, I couldn't stand exercise. I thought it was just got awful, and every moment when someone's like, let's do burpees, I'm like, ugh, this is terrible. Yeah. However, when I really started to bring awareness to the life I was living and the experiences that I had had and thought to myself, okay, if I were to visualize, let's say someone gave me a magic wand and said, here, girl, like you could do whatever you want. Where do you wanna be? Who do you wanna be? What do you wanna do? I started to literally think about that and digest, okay, and reflect here's where I'm at and this is where I want to be and I have no freaking clue how to get there. Yeah, But there's a lot of people that have done this to some degree or to the ump degree.
2: Mm-hmm. So
3: I'm gonna look at the ump degree first and I'm gonna say, okay, what, what have they done to get to where they're at? And let's work backwards, right? Mm-hmm. So here's Jillian Michaels, here was me. And I thought, okay, I have no connection to her whatsoever, but I do because we all do, because we are all connected. So in my mind, I thought, OK, I'm going to, at you know, 18, 19 years old when my dad unexpectedly passed away, I thought, I'm going to take baby steps. I don't like exercise, but I'd like to like exercise. So I'm going to start by going for a walk. Take a 10-minute walk every day. Big deal. So
1: you weren't no exercising deal. at all, but you had a goal of being with Jillian Michaels?
0: Because of what she represented in wow. terms of having a voice in the health and wellness? 100%. Uh,
3: because, because, no, because she,
0: what no, was it because she certainly, to me, it
3: was, it was, uh, she was the most badass female entrepreneur that I had ever ah, seen. Wow. And I, and I was inspired by, you know, not only was it fitness, but. She was in her truth. Yeah. And, and her flow yeah. and the mental state and the fact that she was able to just, be her badass self and yeah. not feel sorry the, for who she was sense. if she pissed someone off or whatever. It's like yeah. she was able to say, "This is who I am, and this is what I am going to do, and do it, and execute yeah. it, and take action." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Well, that I, I could choose." You know, how someone similar in a similar capacity, uh, I worked with Richard Branson, and he was also another human being that I looked up to and thought, "Okay, he's the coolest entrepreneur that I know." Really, so I want to work so with him, cool. and he yeah. was really, he was really wonderful. So. Long story short, it's it's a compound effect. And the way that I teach and work with any of my clients and the way that I live my life every single day, every moment that I can be as present as possible, including right now, is every moment we have these little micro choices. And in every moment we have a choice, like for example, right now, whoever's watching right now, you have a choice to actually be listening actively, or maybe
0: this is in the background and you're like,
3: oh, I love, you know.
0: Yeah. This, this all nice. Right. Except for them, they've and done it. I,
3: right, and I, I also know, and I think that that's what has set me uh, in my own realm, is that I'm not afraid to be my vulnerable self. I didn't, I wasn't like born into this. I didn't have family and fitness. I didn't, uh, none of that. Um, but I also, in learning the hard way, have a lot of empathy for those who are really going through it. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of my clients have either just lost someone or they've lost themselves or they uh, feel completely stuck, um, you know, or a big life change, kids, Mm -hmm. whatever else. And, and I think what's really important is humanizing those experiences, knowing that like, it's not always going to be roses. And self-care is certainly not just going to get a bubble bath and a massage.
0: Yeah. As much as those are great. We had our first coaching mentoring session with the three ladies who are doing the 16 week transformation live with us, Erica, Tina and Rachel yesterday. And one of the things we said when you're set, you know, when you're setting your goals was something that you just said, I wasn't actively exercising, I wasn't doing it, but I wanted to start with small steps.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's big.
0: When mm-hmm. you said that to yourself, you could see the end goal.
2: No.
1: How much of it was
0: visualization? How much was you're like, I'm not exercising at all now, but I want to like exercising. That's what you said. And that is so critical. Mm -hmm. Because even though you weren't doing it, you could see yourself doing, but you knew that it wasn't by walking out of your house and going to run a mile because you would probably not be where you are now.
3: No. And I also certainly at that point, quite frankly, I'd get a cramp within like two two minutes, not not even 30 seconds, I'd be like a side stitch. And I'm like, forget this. Um, But I've always believed and I still to this day, and I see it day in and day out with clients, we all have as cheesy as this might sound, we really do all have the answers within. There's just so much noise around us that it's really hard to actually even listen to what our intuition is telling us. That's why so many times when people are like, I don't even know what my gut's saying. Yeah. If someone says, you know, trust your gut, it's like, well, that's, you know, but that's also why there's so much support. And that's why I'm so gung ho about what I do and what you both do Mm -hmm. is that the more that we can, you know, be vulnerable and be open about the reality that we're all going to struggle. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter who it is. We're all going to have struggles. And at the same time, despite the struggles, we all in each moment are actually whole, even when we don't feel like it.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: I I truly um, can't emphasize enough that the more that we can understand for ourselves and take a moment to reflect, so like a little bit of homework, if anyone's watching, would be to reflect on what does wellness mean to you? Because what it means to me may not be the same as what it means to you. And that is certainly fine. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Again, identifying what that is. Right, like what does it mean in your life? Like, you know, a lot of the time it's like the why power, like what, what does it mean to you? And then once you identify that, then you bring the awareness without guilt or shame as much as possible. And I repeat that over and over without guilt. I tell myself that even mm-hmm. to this day, without guilt and shame, I'm gonna take this hour for myself because I need this hour. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it is then bringing awareness to what are you doing? And, and also just identifying it from an objective standpoint. If you're saying like, okay, me back at 18, I want to work with Jillian Michaels, and you're eating donuts, and you're not exercising, and you're, you know, smoking cigarettes or whatever you're doing. Like, okay, that's yeah. probably not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to help. You However, get- if you go from that, and every single day you start by taking these little walks, and then after you know a month of getting used to, now you've habitually walked every day. You've walked <laughs> now oh, what thirty doing. miles, right? Then all of a sudden you're like having one less cup of coffee, right? and mm-hmm. that's like not that big of a deal, then you're adding one vegetable, then you're maybe going to bed like 10 minutes earlier, then you mm-hmm. start to feel good. And then you realize, it's okay, yeah. yeah. So so I I am a huge proponent of the incremental changes uh, solely based on not just my own experience, but the reality that we are creatures of habit. Yeah, And that's 100%. what creates
0: the permanent effect, the sustainable effect. Mm-hmm. So, so let me, I let me know, ask you, Sorry. <laughs> sorry, me, I just want to know how because I feel like you were in a band and now you've gone solo because you were working. <laughs> seven, and now you're like, you know, I'm Camila Cabello from Fifth Harmony, and I'm going all <laughs> and, out and I'm building this wellness empire. So, was that part? I guess my question is, and I'm sorry, Kelly, for interrupting, but my curiosity is, was that part of self care for you?
3: Hundred percent. Okay, 100 percent. And I and I will uh, just a quick expansion on that is and I I still to this day, um, Jillian and and a lot of other people in the industry that I've worked with, I still work with them on other things. Like I created a self-care program for Jillian Michaels fitness app. Um, Mm -hmm. We talk often, love everything that she's doing and I will always support what she's doing. I had just realized that my sphere uh, primarily after becoming a mother almost five years ago, really honed in on moms and busy parents who are working similar to myself and realizing that the biggest issue was the time and uh, the energy and then maybe um, the social element, like there were certain things where I realized and then the mental aspect where I'm like, okay, so I started working with therapists and doctors and um, I think because I'm fortunate enough that I did have the experience with so many really well-known names, that then doctors and therapists and people were like, oh, I'd love to talk to you. And I'm like, well, this is awesome, (laughs) right? Like, this is the cool, it's like, uh, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I get to learn about, you know, what's happening in the prefrontal cortex when I'm like, I I would never be able to actually have access to this brilliant information in this way. And so I had realized that in that moment that there's an abundance of a need and an epidemic going on, much bigger than just the pandemic, of individuals who truly and solely continuously need more and more support. So there's an abundance. It's all. I feel almost like we're all kind of our own. We can be our own superheroes. Mm-hmm. So what you are both doing, like you're you're being the the catalyst for change for many women who come in and do the Kema mm-hmm. Method, right? Yeah. For what I'm doing, the Wave Program you know, it's like we all kind of, and I think that there's an abundance of this circumstance that's going on that we kind of all need to debunk and there's different routes and there's different strokes for different folks, right? Yeah, yeah. And I feel
0: like it's our duty when you come through your struggles and your contrasts and everything that you've gone through, that it's our duty to turn around and say, who can I serve? Who can Mm -hmm. I help? Even if it's just one person that my story can impact And you know, once you come across and you're on the other side and you look back and you say, how can I help, and especially women, because we forget how powerful we are. Mm -hmm. You said our own superheroes, we birth humans. (sighs) We are goddesses and Mm -hmm. we forget how truly important we are and how magical we are. And what are, we have, you know, we always uh, make ourselves smaller. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but you know, try to dim our lights and fit in and please and care and play this small role. But it's so much bigger than that. Our role is meant to be so much bigger than that. So when you come through and I'm so inspired by you to say my struggles, my contrast, my story, it's my duty to help shine a little light on, on humanity, you know, to work as a collective. I think it's beautiful.
3: What? One hundred percent. And once again, thank you both for what you do and to ever, whoever's here with us you know, this evening. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. But, but it also and, it, and at the end of the day. Seriously, I mean, this. like at the end of anyone's day when you, you know, get yourself ready for bed and lay down, asking yourself, even if you're because people come to me and they're like, well, how do I even start self-care? Like a lot of times you're like, I don't even know. So self-care by definition is taking action to preserve or enhance one's own well being. It's literally making magic out of the mundane. It's literally making sure you make the appointments you need to make. It's making sure that you take a breath when your kids are driving you nuts and you're like, Oh my gosh, but you know, someday you're going to look back and go, gosh, I missed those moments.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: it's being able to identify and be aware of where you need support and then asking for it. Um, and, and really, I think the biggest thing is identifying what we need. And a lot of times I suggest to my clients, you know, when you get up in the morning, of course, if you can do a gratitude practice where you, and people have said to me, they're like, man, I never thought I always laughed that you did that. And I thought it was silly and this, that, the other. And I've had multiple people come to me and say throughout the years that totally changed everything. Like mm-hmm. once I got used to doing it, I didn't really, I wasn't really sure about it. And then I just kept doing it. And then all of a sudden I started to feel better. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. So really focusing sometimes on what we do already have within, not necessarily the externals, right? The externals mm-hmm. are a lot of out of our control, but when it comes to self care, it's bringing the awareness to what we need and then saying, okay, you know what? I need 15 minutes a day I mean we know as as busy working moms sometimes the 15 minutes is like I mean I, I'm like I could get an award for the things that I could accomplish in 15 minutes if yeah. I'm just by myself and no one's interrupting me right Yeah yeah um but it's up to me to take that responsibility. No mm-hmm. one will ever grant us that. No one is going to come to us and be Glinda with the magic wand saying, "Oh, like here you go, Emma and Kelly because you've yeah. been such good girls, you're going to get this yeah. it's like or no even you have from have have to... your spouse or
0: family. Congratulations for taking fifteen minutes for you, dear. That's really wonderful. It's not going to happen? Yeah.
2: <laughs> of
3: course, <laughs> no. So a lot of the times, the people
0: in our life that we love the most, the most,
3: critical. because yeah, because well, because also, it, it's up to us to set those boundaries, right? And it's mm-hmm. taken a lot of, at least in my own life and many of my clients' lives, a lot of unlearning and unraveling yes. before we can rewire and. Yeah. And a lot of the times it's being able to say, hey, I'd love to do that. Uh, and right now I, I, I cannot, which is also really hard. Saying no, I think for many women especially is very yeah. challenging. It's like, I'm right on top of that, Rose. Sure, of course I can do that. And then all, all of a sudden you're like, oh my go. God, how am I going to get all this done? I yeah. haven't even slept. And you know this, that, the other. I hear it all the time. Yeah. And, and I, I still, I will wholeheartedly say, I don't do the best job 100% either. But what I will say is progress over perfection any day. Any day when you can wake up and say, "I like who I am," I, you know,
0: I'm I'm gonna do the best that I can today. I like who I'm becoming. Yeah.
3: And I like who I'm becoming, and I'm going to take any step that I need to take. That I don't know. Like I said, how you asked me, did I know I was gonna get to Jillian Michaels? Maybe uh, deeply in my spiritual intuition. Okay, maybe I did know that I manifested that. Yeah. However, no. At 18 years old, did I know that? No. How the heck was I going to get to her? Yeah. Um, however, I knew that every day, if I took at least one baby step in the right direction, it might not lead me to her, but it would probably lead me better than where I was. Yeah. You know, and 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 each day I was like, oh, this actually really does work. Yeah. And I, I see that day in and day out. So with anyone that's thinking about self care right now, for anyone that's watching or just thinking about, cause I hear, I do, I hear this all the time. Most of my clients, new clients, um, whenever I do talks, a lot of the times, and I don't know if tonight it will do this, but a lot of the times it gets people really emotional because they start to think about the fact that they're not taking care of themselves. And then they start mm-hmm. to feel kind of bad internally or it's, you know, triggering sometimes of like, wow, I really, you know, I, I don't do this and I don't, I don't want to do that anymore, but I don't know where to start. And I feel like lost and alone. Um, I just want to remind everyone that you know, the small changes over time is the greatest thing that we can do because it's not going to be this drastic uh, for your family, for your friends. Like, I'm changing everything. You know? It's yeah. not the New Year's resolution. Like, I'm never yeah. doing this again. I'm blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, when you make these baby changes, no one around you is going to notice but you Yeah. for a while. So that was and my, a my sudden, question yeah.
1: to you was how do you... How do you tell your clients, like, listen, we're going to be taking baby steps. You're not going to see immediate or you're not going to get immediate gratification. You're not going to be the new you in a month. Like, how do you help them handle that and deal with that? What do you tell them to be
3: patient? Great question. And I I think, yeah, patience is absolutely a virtue. I also, it's very easy when I take an intake with a client um, before I take them on. For me, it's easy for me to see if someone is actually ready yeah. or not, right? Mm-hmm. So we can only meet ourselves and each other where we're at on any given day. I, I would suggest this for anyone to take a moment, take some inventory of your life, and and say, you know, am I meeting myself where I'm at? Because where I where you want to be might not be where you're at, and that's okay. But if you can meet yourself where you're at, that's the first step in getting there. Yeah. And so for any client that I ever work with, I mean, they come to me and and I've had clients that are you know, really, really, really massive goals. And of course I love shooting for the stars. Clearly I love shooting for the stars. I also feel like what we need to do is if we wanna shoot for the stars, cool, put the stars up here and then make all these little, like a ladder, right? Mm-hmm. If I could make like a visual of it. So here's the top of the ladder, here's where we're at. And then we can't just jump there so we have to think about all these tiny baby steps and kind of work backwards and meet ourselves where we're at and so with any client i mean i let them know straight up i'm very open and honest that i love you know i'll tell someone this has happened before many times i'm like i love to hear how ambitious you are about all of these goals in the next 30 days that is absolutely sensational that you have that much motivation right now I'm also going to, to lay it straight to you that motivation will die out quick, mm-hmm. much quicker than you will reach those goals. Yeah. And so, the only way that you're ever going to reach those goals is if you actually make habitual changes and behavioral changes within yourself to get there. And that's probably going to take realistically more than 30 days mm-hmm. or however long, you know. And you're
0: stepping into the new you every day, right? Mm-hmm. Like this new version of you is being created. That's not the goal, right? So, you're stepping into your. Transformation with every day that we evolve because like your mom said everything is a choice, right? We have two Mm -hmm. options So you can't control what's going on out there. You control what's here and it's a choice So every day if you're taking the imperfect action Well today's a new version of who you were yesterday Mm -hmm. And so it's reminding everyone that every day you're making progress even though It might just be you that's noticing them
3: Mm
0: -hmm. And that's important
3: And I I love that you just said that because I will also say celebrating even the tiniest victory, like go like literally getting out of bed. Celebrate that moment, like
0: grateful for your life, shit. I'm alive. Holy fuck. Thank you. (laughs) And and I will also say because
3: I know what it's like to feel like crap and we're all going through, you know, what we've been through in the last year and a half and we're still going through it and. You know, everyone. Everyone's going through something at any given time, but reminding ourselves that in this moment, if we can find like the tiniest little smidge of love for ourselves, because if we can find that love for ourselves, just like we give to everyone, we give it to our kids, we give it to our spouse, we give it to our friends, we give it to our work, right? We give it all that dedication. the reason why self-care now has become this huge buzzword thing and why i've created an entire business running you know out of it and i've programs all over the place globally is because there's a lack of it and a lot of that ends up coming to and i see it in my office every day it's like um, an unawareness to how we don't even know sometimes how to love ourselves in the same way that we do others so even if it's this tiny little thing every morning like every morning i wake up I hug my body, truly, I hug my body, even if I slept like crap, hug my body and I say, all 57 or however many trillion cells I have, I love you and thank you so much for what you're you're giving me today. We're gonna have a great day. And the day might go to shit, right? Yeah. Like it, I might not feel good that day. Maybe I slept bad and my daughter kept me, whatever else, right? Like life happens. But I will certainly say that the more that we can train our brain and our thoughts to believe these things that we actually really do want and need and desire, mm-hmm. chances are we're going to, it's not going to be the motivation that gets us there.
0: But there's scientific gonna the be research behind that. How many documentaries are out there right now where they do the scientific research where they lay out five glasses of water? I'm sure you've seen them. And, you know, they mm-hmm. tell the one cup of water you look like shit right. in the second. Right. You're a superstar. And then
3: mm-hmm. they, you know,
0: examine the molecules under a microscope and the ones that, you know, we're fed the positive energy and the gratitude, you know, they're beautiful. They look like little snowflakes and they're magical. And the other ones are brown and green and dying. And this is the effect of how we speak to ourselves and how we treat ourselves. So just that five seconds of hugging your body, regardless of the outcome,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: right? It's not because you're giving yourself that hug that you're assuming that you're gonna have the most magical and wonderful day. You're being just being grateful for your physical body and that you can get from point A to point B.
3: One hundred percent. And also acknowledging the fact, too, that energy, which is a huge part of what you just brought up, and it's also one of the biggest parts of my program, is that energy is within every molecule of everything. And it cannot be created nor destroyed. It can only be transferred. So if anyone's feeling like, man, I'd like to to do these changes and I want to make this, you know, these habits and I want to work on, even if it's just one area, physical, self-care, social, whatever it is you already have the energy in you, but your focus is going somewhere else. So those tiny little incremental changes, like hugging yourself in the morning, doing a quick uh, gratitude practice, anything else, I think it's it's going to be uh, a very positive shift of your energy. Yeah. So
0: what are the six pillars that you teach in your program? Are those the same pillars that you dove into all those years ago?
3: Yes, and still do. Oh, certainly I still do. Um, but they are physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, social, and financial. And so my goal in my life is to each day work towards better self-care in all those areas and not every day. Like it's not like every day I'm like, okay, financial, I got to do this. And then I, cause I think a lot of us can be really hard on ourselves and put a lot of pressure on ourselves. So thinking about all the pillars at once can be a lot, but I look at it as, okay, if I look at what wellness means to me, it means I feel you know, financially secure and I have a good relationship to money and finances. Um, it means that I have good quality relationships in my life. My social life is good and I know how to say no when I need to this, that, the other. I take care of my spiritual element. I take care of my emotions. I take care of my mental strength. I take care of my physical body. If I have all those, I know I feel very well. Mm-hmm. And so... Quite frankly, looking at that, it's like, how do we then break it down? And so that's why I work with different experts within each field, because I am not the expert in finance. I am not the you expert that. in that all the and time. emotional model, mm-hmm. Right. Like so. The therefore, yeah. Right? So exactly. therefore, we all and even in, in the physical, like I had insomnia for over 10 years. Cool. I've been studied, I've I've done led lectures about sleep, and same with food but I'm not a registered dietitian. I love working with people who have dove in in the same way that I've dove into the realm of self-care. Like my goal truly would be to create the 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 greatest, I don't care if it's 10 people or 10 million people, but the greatest self-care community where anyone at any moment could could chime in and say, hey, I'm looking for a therapist for this. Boom, I got you. Yeah, cognitive behavioral therapy. You want what do do we like? Are you on art therapy, music therapy? What do we need? Let's get you going, right?
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's working as a collective. So
3: we have to stop this party here. um, But if
1: you don't mind, we're going to keep you on for a couple more minutes on Facebook um, just so that our ladies who are going through this total transformation project with us program, sorry. Um, they have a couple questions for you. So if you don't mind, we will air that, but we're going to end 360 here because somebody's coming on after us. So we love
0: please. it. What? I said, will she stay with us for two more minutes?
1: Yeah. So what? Absolutely. Second.
0: You on Thursday I don't know everyone. how I got in
1: charge of
0: these. <laughs> Hold thank, on. You, okay, thank you for tuning in, everyone. See us on all. Facebook.